0: Hey, you busy? Mm Okay, let me run something past you real quick. The last couple of days, God has had me stuck on this idea and this notion of trust the process. Everywhere that I'm looking, whether I'm reading something, going on YouTube, whatever, you know how you just keep getting what I like to call confirmation where you like, I heard... I heard that this morning, or I heard that the other day, or and it keeps reiterating itself to you in different forms. You turn on the TV, you hear it, you see something on social media, you're like, was just talking about that. I like to call that God's little friendly way of going, because he's trying to get your attention, right? And lately, he has been driving home the message of trust the process. I just heard something about, you know, agriculture, and it just, again, it, it can be about anything and you still hear your confirmational piece. So I'm over here listening to something on agriculture. Someone was just saying, you know, the grandfather. It's just something simple. Their grandfather used to plant um, you know, different seeds and things like that. And in that I heard my confirmational piece. Trust the process. And what God highlighted in that moment for me was there are certain portions of the process that you don't control because God is doing the administrative work, right? So you can plant the seed doesn't matter if you plant it eight o'clock in the morning, four o'clock in the morning, you get up the wake of dawn, you do it last minute whenever. you plant the seed, you put it make sure that you put it in good soil and then you do your part. But you know what you absolutely cannot control the sunlight, the amount of sun that the seed gets, the amount of water that the seed gets, You know, we can go ahead and like we were talking the other day about, you know, certain seeds don't require as much water. You can try to control the variables that you can, but the process is truly doing your part, which in the bigger scheme is the minimal Like we have the minimal part. God has the grandiose part of making it all come together. Right. But when we sit back and we look at prior situations that we didn't even know we were a part of a process, we're like, wow, God. And so it made me kind of think about a few things. So I give you an example. I applied for a job. And um. I think they called me on January 2nd. So, you know, I'm super excited because that's the air of the new year, new me kind of thing, right? So I'm like, it's going to be exciting. And so I'll go there. Um, It was like a three-part phase of getting the job. And so the last part that they needed for me to go ahead and proceed and possibly get hired on the spot was they needed my transcripts from my college. So this job is down here in Georgia. And I went to college in New York. So I'm like, oh, didn't know that you guys needed a transcript. Please hold. So I called the New York College, and I'm like, hey, is there a way that you can email me? They're like, no, you know talking to someone really who lacks customer service on all dimensions. But they pretty much let me know. There was no screenshot that can be taken. There was no email. I would have to order it. It takes a whatever day. Um, I can't rush it. So it was just like, oh, my goodness. So for the next couple of days, almost like two weeks, I found myself trying to... Um, both balanced, letting the job know, hey, still working on the transcript. And then on the back end, screaming at the college, like, would you hurry up? Cause, you know, because we're not the most patient, especially when we see opportunity knocking. Right. So I go and I'm calling this um, particular HR person who gave me her card and I'm leaving messages and I'm like, hey, so I finally get it. And I'm like, okay, okay. Now this HR person called me like on a Wednesday. I think I finally got it like on a Thursday or a Friday. So I'm calling and I'm calling and I'm like, why all of a sudden am I getting her voicemail? So I'm leaving emails. You know, I'm trying not to be the hounder, but at the same time, hello, (laughs) I need this opportunity. So I'm like, hey, uh, don't want to be, you know, a little bit of a stalker here. Uh, But I got my transcript. Just want to go ahead and go to the next phase. Seeing that I wasn't getting any response, so I go ahead and take matters into my own hands, cause you know she waits for no one. And I find whatever numbers I could for the corporate office, and I'm like, hey, so I let them know what happened. You know, um, what stopped me from proceeding on the interview day was I needed a transcript. I got that now. Been trying to get in contact with said person. Said person, they were like, oh, said person is on vacation. Blanks there are you serious when she called me on Wednesday she couldn't tell me hey just checking in because I won't be you know what I'm not even going to be able. And so I had to digress. So I'm like, okay. They were like, but I can give you the phone number to her, her lead, her supervisor. I'm like, cool. Bet. Spoke to the person. I'm like, hey. <laughs> um, let him know the same situation. Call him up to speed. He's like, oh, okay. Well, what we can do is we can set an appointment up for you. Not really sure. Now, this is like the Monday, right? He's like, not really sure if you can come up here within, you know, a certain time frame because lunch is coming up, and I know you live far. I was like, I can be there by two thirty. He was like, two thirty works. So I'm like, did it, did it? You know, I'm hitting my Sonic the Hedgehog because n- I'm calling you in my pajamas, sir. Had no idea I'm talking big stuff, and I'm not even prepared. So I'm quickly trying to iron stuff, and what shoe goes with this? You can just imagine it was chaos right in the bedroom, just throwing clothes everywhere. What fits, what doesn't, whatever. So I get there get hired on the spot take my photo thing so i'm pumped right i'm like yeah see that's what happens when you make stuff happen blah 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 this that and the third so they start me that was january 14th they start me on february the 18th cool super excited awesome As I'm taking the little, you know, orientation class, they let us know about the profit share that you get, you know, first quarter of the top of the year. And I'm like, awesome. And they're like, yeah, for everyone who your start date was January 31st, you get a profit share this upcoming year. Everyone after January 31st, you have to wait actually the the year thereafter. Do you see my face? I'm like, so just know, insert whatever emoji you want into that little spot right there. I was livid. Oh, my goodness. So you already know my first line of thought was. It was, if it wasn't for such and such. You see what I'm saying? No, I didn't have it on the 2nd of January, but I darn sure had it the following Friday. And you mean to tell me so I am like, you. listen, okay? Yeah, the fire thereof, you could have grilled turkey sausages on me and got it crisp. That's how serious it was. So I'm like, okay. So that kind of traveled in my mind for a little bit. Because I'm like, for this job, they did a drug test, but it wasn't the regular drug test. They cut my hair. So I was like, uh, y'all could have told me this before you... Okay, that's fine. Speed up a little bit. I get into the, there was so many courses that we had to take and we had to take the training class. I had to get trained to take, have a license for the state and all these different things. And here's what I discovered. The way that it set up, because I was a little peeved because little did I know, remember when I just told you January 14th was the day that I got hired? Yeah, guess what? They had a class that started January 17th. So I'm like, why didn't they just start me in that class? Would have started earlier, right? Would have had my profit share. hmm? And so I was terribly annoyed. But fast forwarding, as I was just stating, this is what I saw that God did. Literally, and this is why I love God so much, because he will go through great lengths, to let people know that he is here, that he loves them, and that he comforts them without you even knowing. I'm thinking that I'm trying to hurry up and get a job. I didn't even realize what God was doing. There was a particular, actually there was a few people, but one that sticks out the most, that in my training class, I was, you know, motivating people, encouraging them, giving them what God wanted me to tell them. One girl was just like, listen, you have a gift. It is amazing. God bless you, you know, like... (laughs) like seriously, you're a lifesaver. And I'm like, oh, okay, awesome. But it wasn't until we went into this transitional phase, you know, the phase right after you trained, but right before you actually hit the floor. Okay. That at the same time that I made it to the transitional phase was the same time that this other young lady made it to be a coach for those transitioning. And So the same day that I came on was the same day that she got promoted. Now, mind you, on the back end, she had two choices. She could have took another position that would have made her go higher up and I probably would have never known her. Or she could have taken the opportunity to coach and so she took the opportunity to coach. I did not know, looking back, that God did all of that just to have an encounter with her. I had one conversation with her by mistake Here I am thinking I'm just having small talk. And I was like, hey, why do you shake your leg like that? Like, and she was like, oh, it's an anxiety thing. And the moment she opened her mouth, God was like, tell her this, tell her that, tell her this, tell her that. And the thing about my gift of discernment um, is sometimes I I used to struggle with like, oh, this is weird. Like in the workplace, like, oh God, in the bathroom, like, you know, it's not convenient. I kind of want to come off smooth. Like, oh, that looks nice. Hey, by the way. And then get into it. I don't know this woman. So, you know, I'm trying. But long story short, literally had a conversation with her. She's getting emotional. I'm getting fueled up by the Holy Spirit because I can absolutely tell that this is God talking to her. And I said, man, God loved you so much that he delayed me in January. So many obstacles I thought I'm trying to, you know, I'm like, God, I'm trying and I'm breaking down, you know, doors and trying to push down barriers. And little did I know that he was holding up my blessing just to make sure that I blessed you. That, I mean, flaws me. And so just in that example, do you see the process that was necessary sometimes our focal point is not what god is focused on i was focused on getting this job opportunity trying to hurry up then feeling bummed out because had i been you know hired earlier i would have got the profit share and i'm looking at all the other tangible items that come and go and god was looking at Mm-mm, there is a young woman that I'm gonna give her the opportunity to have a promotion. She's gonna have two options. I'm going to prompt her without her even knowing to go ahead and choose that coaching position. But what I am doing is I am aligning an encounter. You're looking for a check. I'm looking to make sure that someone experiences and knows that I love them. And I was just like, you know what? I felt a little stupid to be honest. Not so much stupid, maybe more along the line of selfish, because, you know, going after a job is not a bad thing. It wasn't like I was going after anyone's position. I just wanted, you know, to start, you know, I had this whole thing that I wanted to start, you know, the same year, you know, the whole air about the new year, new me. And so I didn't want to wait a month. And I'm so glad that God is God enough that he's like, you don't rush me your impatience for a thing does not rush my my process i am trying to make sure i don't know when this young woman went ahead and applied for the position you know who knows she could have been a coach at any given time why that time she was with the company way longer and so it literally is strategic like out of all the ways that god could have made that happen he was like nope wait for her to get hired to have to wait a month for her to then meet this woman to then I you couldn't connect the dots any other way without saying wow god look at how you do stuff oh my goodness and you know what had big dreams for this company. I thought I was going to go in and take over and, you know, this, that, and the third. But if I'm honest with you, like real talk, because I know this is a judgment-free phone call, I really believe that God allowed me to have that job just to have that encounter with her. Like seriously, I'm going to give you another example, literally. And it's weird because it's all related to job interviews. Again, I applied for this job, I think, um August 6th right? August 6th was a day because I had to go back like, I don't even know about this job. They called me and was like, are you still interested? And I'm like, <laughs> you know, gave my little weak uh, thumbs up over the phone. But I'm like, quickly, back to your email. What is this job? What does it entail? Because you know how sometimes when you in a certain state, you just be clicking and clicking and I don't even know. So I had to figure out when. I was like, oh, okay, August 6th. They're like, cool. Are you available tomorrow? i like, absolutely um what time so i get there right i got my good good interview outfit on like i'm looking like i'm somebody's corporate ceo of the eeo you understand okay um i mean to the point i walked in and they were like your hair i was like yes little did they know it was still wet because i had to hurry up i done told once again i done told somebody i'm available and um looked in the mirror and was like "Ooh, you're gonna have to do something about that kunta kente okay mm-hmm. yep you're looking real color purple. Mm-hmm. Okay, so get in there, right? Get in the interview, um, and the woman's talking to me. And s- again, soon as she opens her mouth, she said, "What did she say?" She said, um, "You know, your energy is a, you know, it's refreshing and exhilarating, and I've been needing that because you know, um, I had something personal happen in my life, and I'm trying to get back on track. But I'm gonna get back to that place." And once again, that little detector that goes off in me was like, meep, 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 meep. and from then on, she sounded like the Charlie Brown episode. You know, she was just. Wah, 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 wah. I absolutely did not hear nothing because God had me zero in on her hurt. So I'm like, okay, again, God, um, hey, <laughs> this is not the time, sir. I'm in an interview trying to have an interviewing situation occur. Okay, great oh yeah god okay (laughs) I digress so she shows me around and she's like you know money I'm gonna be frank with you I think we can move ahead go ahead and move forward and I'm super excited I'm like yes right and I just I couldn't do it no more she walked back to the office and I was like hey um and I started to minister to her what God told me to tell her and she started getting choked up and she said you know um I didn't tell anybody this but the guy that she had been dating for three years, was murdered last month on the 9th. Remember when I told you I applied on the 6th? Um, Whole separate new month. That's why I didn't know what job this was, what the details were. I had no idea. And by the time that I finished talking to her, she was like, thank you for that. God told me what to tell her. God, to, I mean, literally I couldn't, I came in there for an interview. I had no idea I was going to to encourage somebody. That was all from God. So I'm not at all confused on where that comes from. I'm gifted, but I'm not that gifted. That would have been like, Ooh, um, ma'am. Yeah, I don't. And, and I started the conversation with saying, Hey, I need to be obedient. Um, I want to give you, can I encourage you real quick? And she was like, okay. And so I had to, don't care what it looks like. I have to be obedient with God. Cause that's just the, you know, the pulse that I'm operating at at this time in my life. I don't care what it looks like. As long as God knows that I, that I, that I was obedient to him, then I'm cool with it. So after I got in the car. And she said the whole, you know, I didn't tell anybody else this in the office yet, but, and I'm like, wow, you would trust me with that information. And you've been working with these people three, four years. Cause that's how long she said she's been in the company. And I was just like, God, that's all you. And do you know, I got in the car and was fully confident that God didn't want me to have that job at all. He set up that whole situation for that one woman's breakthrough. Now, again, I wish he would choose another avenue, but I'll talk to him about that on my own quiet time. Okay, great. But that made me go on social media. And I'm like, listen, you cannot afford to walk through this life selfishly. And you would think a job interview, like that's not a selfish reason to be self-absorbed thinking about yourself, right? But literally God has a plan for everything that he does. Everything that he does is strategic. And so he brought me back to those, most recent examples because he's like listen I need you to trust that I'm doing something you've been frustrated before and then realize oh that's why you were doing that those relationships weren't working out because you were working on my husband and so you didn't want me to get attached to these seat warmers because you knew my all-star was in the locker room getting nursed up wow okay god I hear you I'm over here trying to get a job and trying to get an opportunity. And you're like, listen, I'm trying to heal a soul. am not really interested. Listen, you got the job. Have a nice day. Sit down for a little bit while I'm working on this. It's not It's not like you didn't have a transcript and you're like, ooh, uh, I didn't go to college. I'm sorry. No, you were waiting for it to come. And while you're waiting, God works in the wait time. You see what I'm saying? What did they tell you to do when you're in the hospital and you're in the waiting room? While you're in there waiting, they're trying to entertain you. You know, they got the little TV showing nothing you want to watch. They got the magazines with everything outdated. God bless them. But on the other side, what we don't see is that the surgeon is working. Right? That the surgeon is working. And whether you pace this waiting room or you keep going up to the front desk like, hey, um, any updates? It does not change the pace that the surgeon decides to work at. And so I came on this telephone call, I said, I have to call you because I feel like I need to remind not only you, but myself in that the process doesn't need your help. Like, I know that we have subscribed to the notion that if we work really, really hard and if we get up at, you know, two o'clock in the morning every day and, you know, start talking to God, even if our tongues sound like we're sleepy, right? um And if we do all these extracurricular, you know, things, we can speed up the process. But can I, can I give you a little spoiler alert? The process is the process is the process. There's nothing that I could have done to make that male come exponentially to then try to find God was like, listen, you if I think for sure, if I would have had the transcript the same day, I still would have had some type of hurdle because it was God's intent for me to meet that woman in transition. I think I could apply to this job uh, the, the same month, you know, with the woman that experienced a tragedy with her boyfriend and God still would have been like. Yeah, you're not taking it. I just want someone to to comfort her real quick because she needs that. And so, what are, what are you getting frustrated at this point in your life that you're like, God, I'm trying and nothing is really working. You know that that your inner is starting to get frustrated with the external environment, right? That your internal is just like, I, I'm over it. Because externally, I'm not seeing it come to pass. And yeah, I know about the faith and yeah, I know. Because I think, to be honest, even myself included, when you think about faith, faith seems a lot like believe in a thing and it will come to pass, right? Because that's pretty much what the Bible says. Believe those things that are not as though they were, right? But I'm starting to kind of adapt to an addendum. I'm starting to feel like, Faith also means, can you trust that the hurdles were purposeful? You see what I'm saying? So when I look back and I go, oh, you had these people call me almost a whole month later just for me to encourage this woman. You had me to have an issue with my transcript. Literally, my nanny lives in New York and she sends me a freaking birthday card and it gets here tomorrow and yeah, I can't get a college to send me my transcript. What is the problem? I don't, I put the expedited first class situation on it. What happened? And I'm starting to see, can you trust that the hurdles are being um guided by God? Can you trust that if a mountain is there, I don't believe that every mountain should be spoke to. And, you know, you told that mountain to go and it shall go. Yes, that's scripture. And um, I love the Bible and I believe everything in it is true. However, I don't believe that every mountain is a blockage. I think that every mountain is being obedient to God's timing. Because if the mountain, if the hurdle was not there, we would speed through the process and miss the whole thing. If the hurdle and the discomfort wasn't there, then there would be this expedited, hurry up, hurry up. And we're not, we're not being obedient at all. We may have gotten something out of it, but God's purpose didn't play out. And so if we get to a place that we start to understand, you know what, this is not working out the way that I thought, but I have faith in that it's going to work out. And I brought up the agricultural thing in the beginning of the conversation because, honestly, I thought about it. I said I couldn't have been a farmer. Praise God that he made me be alive in a time that I could choose something outside of um being outside and all the elements, right? Because I am, my personality, like my natural disposition is I will plant and I will go back a week from now and be like, oh, I can't, what is the problem? I planted this thing like, I'm hungry now so you know can we or i probably would find myself planting more or feeling like i need you know more square footage more acreage if you will um so that i can plant more so i can receive more so i don't have to wait so one of these are going to pop you know sooner than the others right like the sprout game is cute but like i'm a grown woman i don't want sprout i want to come back i want to see tree bark you know i want to see some um the elements of something i can cook and i want it to be ripe right now okay and I think if we tie that into faith, what it really means is, yes, trusting what we don't see yet. Yes, trusting that certain hurdles and things are in place um, to align with God's timing. But also, can you trust that what God is doing is actually not so much of working on the particular elements of the seed, but working on you in the meantime. I had a conversation with you before where I said the process is literally supposed to work something out of you as God is working on the situation. So what that situation showed me with being irritated about, oh, I should have got hired earlier. What it taught me was I need to be more sensitive to what God's doing. But I misinterpreted that. I felt like if I didn't cease the moment and go after it and make it happen, and just that, and the third, that I was being lazy, that I wasn't um, being, you know, the go-getter. I wasn't grinding, if you will. And I think that we just need to change our mindset on the process. There are so many hidden elements that we're not aware of. All we see is the intended target. And then we get frustrated when it doesn't come to pass the way that we thought. But if we're really honest, like if we're really, really honest, has anything ever worked out to the T the way that you thought? Seriously. I think God gives us the allowance and the beauty to dream, but he doesn't give us control over the process. And I think that's where a lot of us get faint. If you, I would love and really encourage you and everyone that you know, the person that you admire, because we always have a person that we look at and we're like, man, you know, one day that's going to be me, right? And not on an envious, jealous, you know, arrogant kind of way, just on a, I'm encouraged because look how far you made it, right? Your Tyler Perry's, your Oprah's, your Beyonce's, whom have you, pick one, choose one, right? I would challenge everyone to go back and figure out their start, and to outline their process. You know why I think God really hides the process from us? Because if we truly knew what it took, I don't think we would be courageous enough to do it. I think that's why he had to tell Joshua so many different times, bruh, be brave and strong, please brave and strong it's not going to be enough for you to just be brave and it's not going to be good enough just for you to have the isolated standalone being strong need you to have the combo Mm -hmm, the number two with the side order of fries yes um no salt please um and a hawaiian punch no ice thanks yeah that's what you need so go back and i challenge you go back and just find oh okay let's just see what it took because we see the now We don't see the process. And I think that if we really started identifying, wow, that's what it took for you to get here? Yes, the process requires a lot of you. No one sees the process, everyone sees the award. You see what I'm saying? So can we make a commitment to each other? Like, Listen, listen, between you and I, can we make a commitment that we'll look at process differently, that we'll understand that Everything is playing a role. Everything has its intended purpose and everything is working in alignment to God's timing and you need to do it as well. And that in the wait time that you need to go ahead and do and perfect, do what God told you to do and perfect the areas that he told you that are weak within you. Can we go ahead and just make that commitment now? Okay, I'm sticking out my pinky, pinky promise. No, because you know, if it's a pinky promise, it's real pinky promise with me pinky Mm -mm. okay so it's solidified that means that no more complaining no more getting frustrated we're just going to remind ourselves even if we have to close our eyes and say it out loud i trust the process because i trust god that i know for a fact that if i planted it's not going to come up and nothing there it's something is going to come up I just need to make sure that while everything else is in alignment, that I'm also in alignment with God. I don't want to be the only one not in alignment with God's process. Because you're the star player, right? You're the keynote speaker of it all, right? You are, you're not the duet. You are the lead singer. So you of all people need to be on board. So we made that commitment. You pinky promise and a pinky promises. Listen, listen. That's like that's like being blood brother and sister. You know, they do back in the day, to cut their finger and do all that nasty stuff. I don't know how they didn't get the infections, but that's on them. But it that means the sign's still delivered, right? Okay. Okay. Well, you know that these are thought-provoking conversations, so I want to make sure that we're both, I'm challenging both of us, to go ahead and look at this thing different. But as my good, good nanny says, all right, I ain't going to hold you. I'm gonna go ahead and um, actually, I'm gonna go get my nails done today. I haven't cho- chosen the color yet, so I'm super excited. So, I'm gonna call you back and tell you what color I chose. Okay? All right. Talk to you later. <laughs> later.